Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling, here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Doing good. Jess, I gotta tell you some, like, really important news. Oh, great. What is it? So, I spoke to the people that are in charge, and they're (laughs) sending me... To Paris, and I want to know if you think I should go to Paris or not. Let me think about it for like 40 minutes of an episode until the final minute, and then I'll finally mm-hmm. tell you how I truly feel. Okay, okay, okay. Perfect. Because I'm debating, I'm debating. I'm not quite sure. It might mean that like I'm away yeah. for a bit. Do I go to Paris or do I stay in a tiny town with a creek named after a guy I've been in love with my entire life? Decisions, decisions. Thank you, stay in the creek. That's, <laughs> I guess. Well, when you're a creek creep, that's the, that's what you do. Yes. I yep. wonder if it's and catching on. Do you think creek creep is catching on? No, but the creek <laughs> creeps are for life. <laughs> Hashtag creek creeps. It's probably because it's so hard to say that it's not catching on. Yeah. But that's okay. Anyway, yeah, we're burying I mean, the rom- lead here. Yeah, rom-com feb can't even catch on. I don't think creep queep. Hey, creep. I use the rom-com feb creep. hashtag, please. <laughs> Look at that. Who is that mysterious voice? Everybody, oh. we have a special guest this week. Welcome in, Navi. Navi, how are you? I'm doing well. It took like a bajillion years to figure out a setup, but I'm glad that we can finally talk uh, Dawson's Creek, a show that I have a lot of thoughts about. Zero attachment yes, to... Why don't you set up, Navi, for the listeners, why don't you set up your history or lack thereof with Dawson's Creek so they know where you're coming from, where your opinions are coming from? All right. So my I've known of Dawson's Creek like it's just around in the culture. So like I can't help but be exposed to it to like a certain extent. 
But with your podcast, I'm like, okay, I'll listen to it. I probably won't watch the show. And like the stuff you would talk about on your podcast was just like very, like, I don't even know how to explain it. I'm like, there's no way it's like actually like this. Let me see it for myself. And sure enough, it's a fucking train wreck. I hate everything about this show. Dawson sucks. Freaking Joey sucks. Everyone in the show sucks except for Bodie and occasionally the baby. Uh, the baby baby. you know what i appreciate when somebody comes in with like the fire and the passion and they hate Mm -hmm. something and they will shout it from the rooftops i'm so excited to get into everything with you navi because i think it's really fun that we have like you and sarah who've only seen up through this episode and don't Mm -hmm. really have a ton of other knowledge on the show versus someone like me who like i mean i don't know the ins and outs of the show but i certainly like grew up watching it um, so yeah, it's, it really is like a teenage drama from the, the nineties, early two thousands. It's exactly what you'd expect it to be. Yeah. I yeah. mean, people shit on like, like Riverdale or like 13 reasons why. And they're like, Oh, but Dawson's Creek. I'm like, this is like the exact same quality in that. Oh, it's it is absolutely horrendous. Oh, it's <laughs> so bad. I don't know if I agree with about that. I mean, Look, I think I it's hate like all it's... teen dramas equally. Like, there's a reason why I still haven't gotten around to watching Scum. I just can't stand this specific genre. <laughs> yeah. 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 As long as you I don't know remember, what you're getting into. I don't remember what the baby's name is. Alexander? Oh. Fuck if I know. Maybe. I don't know. We should know that. Yeah, Jess, you should know this. You're the Dawson's Creek expert. Uh, Okay. I have never claimed to be a Dawson's Creek (laughs) expert. She she sets me up for failure all the time. Well, the thing is, is like with Boy Meets World, I feel like Sarah does more of the research side of things because I just like to come in with like my takes and that's it. And so because Dawson's Creek, she can't look anything up because she can't be spoiled. And I'm certainly not Mm -hmm. doing any of that stuff. I just like to come in with the takes. Does anybody care what the baby's name is? Are we going to get a tweet from a listener being like, oh, my God, the baby's name was. No, because no one cares what the baby's name is. I'll send out the tweet. No, we. (laughs) Um. He's going to comment on this tweet on the tweet for the podcast being like, you guys didn't know the baby's name. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, like I'm looking at my notes and I didn't even write down the fucking baby's name. Because no one cares. It's a baby. I, it's not doing anything. It's literally a blob that eats, sleeps, and poops and cries. I do. It, it's a boy. It's I a knew boy. that. I, I could have told you that. Yeah. Crap. Robert? Like, I don't, is it Robert? No. Well, no, that's not right. It's, okay, is it Joey? Whatever. That would be funny. I don't think it is. <laughs> name it after It's not resistant. Joey. <laughs> I think we would remember. But yeah. Well, anyway. Oh well. Um. Yeah. So we're here talking Dawson's Creek today. Um. We're gonna be getting into the season finale of season one. Can you believe we're here already? It's crazy. That's pretty incredible because I came into the season not knowing that it was only a thirteen episode season. I was fully expecting it to be like a full twenty two episodes. So I think it wasn't until like, like. Four podcasts ago or four episodes ago that like you broke the news that it was a 13 episode Mm -hmm. season one. And I was like shocked. And there's a lot of things that didn't happen in this season that I expected to happen. Um, Namely, any reference to the film. Like what film? To Dawson's oh, film. Da- you don't See, even I didn't even remember because it's so pointless that it was like a it was like a three episode arc and that was it. Yeah, I know. It was crazy. Like Navi, well, like what did you think of um 
No, it's a 12 episode. It's not even. Th- oh, no, it is. It's 13. What, what are you talking about? This is the 13th episode. What are you talking about? My bad. My B. Um, Navi, were you surprised to see that it was a only a 13 episode season? I was. I thought it would be like a lot of other shows in that general I guess, era to be like 20, 25 episodes. But then I saw the runtime for each episode was like 44 minutes or something. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. So I'm... Well, it's also a mid-season replacement show. So every other Mm -hmm. season is going to be like your typical 20 to 22 episode season. It's just the first season isn't. Yeah, Um, this aired on May 19th, 1998. Yeah, so I expect the next one, the the season premiere for for season two to be like in September. September. I yeah. was baby then. But <laughs> okay, enough of that, Navi. We know we're yeah, old. She's it's flexing. Fine. She's flexing. Uh, I wasn't even alive when Dawson's Creek was on. Oh, I was alive. I was exact. I'm like just turned one years old, I believe. Um, ninety-seven. What gosh. a year! So, Don't remember what happened. The year of icons: but... Dawson's Creek and Navi. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so we're talking season one, episode 13, Decisions. The season one finale, like we said, um, Navi, as I'm sure you know, we usually break it down by chunk um, of like couples or characters. So I have our list and Navi, as our guest of honor, you can choose where we're going to bounce first. So my list is Dawson and Joey, Grams and Jen, Dawson and Jen, Joey and Joey's dad, Pacey and Joey and Pacey. Let's start off with Grams and Jen, because that's probably like the storyline I was like least invested in, if I'm being totally honest. No, yeah. No, yeah. Completely I, fair. So like, let's I think do it's the fair worst to say, especially considering we don't know who Grams is for last. I don't, except, I don't know if the there's any best parts the to this season finale, because I just hated it so fucking much. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness gracious. We got the fire in here today. I know. I'm I am loving ready. It. So, um, yeah, so Grams and Jen, and I think the reason that, like, you probably didn't have much of an investment in this storyline, and I'll be I'll be honest, the main reason I cared about this storyline at all is, like, I felt for Jen, because we don't know Gramps, right? Like, he's been in a coma since the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. so it's not like we've, we miss him as a character once he dies, it's just more like, oh, we feel bad for the characters that are sad. That he- I do feel bad for Jen in this situation, especially having Gramps wake up. Um, so we find out that he's been in a coma for three months at this episode and he wakes up after Jen speaks to him and everyone is like really happy. Like even Jen, when she goes back to school and saying like a weight's been lifted off her shoulders to Dawson, I was like, you know, it was you can definitely tell it was just way too good to be true. Right, Navi? Oh, yeah, 100 percent. Like. This whole show seems to be, like, in dreamland, like, not in reality at all. And even, like, they're like, yeah, this is not happening. (laughs) Yeah, it was one of those things where I felt like it was, like, a almost like a Grey's Anatomy where, like, the person wakes up for the last minute and then they croak, like, five minutes later. Like, it kind of felt like that and you kind of saw it coming because then the minute he has another stroke, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's so cheesy. So cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. It was very cheesy. And, like, honestly, even in this moment where I feel bad for Grams, like, here's the thing. I don't like Grams. 
I will never like Grams. However, I did feel very bad for her in this scene. And then the minute that she's like, oh, Jennifer, let's go to church. I'm just like, stop it, Grams. Stop it. Like, stop it. (laughs) This is what I'm saying. Like, this whole season, I've been like, is this supposed to be religious? Is it not supposed to be religious? Like, I couldn't figure it out. And I do think that they're trying really, really hard to make, like, prayer a thing in this and like the religious aspect of it a thing so i I, i'm gonna stand um in the in the camp that the show does want us to you know buy into the praying and the god and the church and all of that because it has been like a topic of discussion right jess yeah, but I don't I think that because we have Jen's point of view on it, I think that like I guess it's just supposed to be a topic to talk about, you know? Like I don't think it's supposed to be that we're necessarily supposed to take sides. I just even if I don't care if Grams is religious. That's the thing. Like I don't care if she is, but the fact no. that literally every interaction, like I'm fairly certain if we counted every interaction she has with Jen, religion comes up in one way or another. And that's my problem with it. Is it's like she can't yeah. even take a second to talk about anything else. Like the minute that Gramps is like awake and before he actually dies, she's like, "Oh my gosh, it was because we prayed." And it's like, "Can you not?" Go? I know. I know, I know. I mean, I think that there's, you know, you have to thank science. I mean, she should thank herself, Grams, because she spent a ton of time taking, like, intensive care of her husband. And, like, you know, I mean, I I, I don't want to really get into religion, but I do want to give, like, credit to science because science is ultimately what, like, kept Grams living for that long. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. Like, Grams kept him living, right? Like, she was the nurse. She took care of him for three months. Like, you can't let that go unsaid. And it's just, I, I felt like it kind of ruined that storyline for me slightly. I much preferred Jen reacting to the situation without Grams around, right? So, like, her visiting Dawson, her reactions when she was alone, because every time that she was in a scene with Grams, I just found myself getting annoyed again because of their their interactions always frustrated me. I think the only redeeming scene was when it's the very end of the episode and Grams is in church and Jen goes in and kind of like comforts her. I thought that was like honestly pretty big of Jen because I don't know about you, you guys, but like I'm not necessarily super comfortable in a church and I imagine Jen isn't either. And so she kind of just like, you know what? I need to be there for Grams. So I'm going to go in regardless. Um, Navi, what are your thoughts like on this storyline generally? Like, I know you don't, you didn't, you said you didn't really like the finale. Was this one of your major like gripe storylines with it? Yeah, definitely. Like the, oh, like the religion versus the atheism thing. Like it is a very interesting like topic to talk about. I just don't think the show handles it with a whole ton of like nuance. Like it seems to me like it's very much like, oh, like we're pro religion, but oh, we're also trying to get gen side. But it's not like it's very like in your face. It's very black or white. It doesn't really get into like the mm-hmm. nitty gritty or like go into more of like, well, why is Graham super religious in this yeah. way? Like it doesn't yeah. really go mm-hmm. into that. It's just like, okay, she's yeah. really like a religious, a super religious woman and that's that. Like I don't know. Yeah, I just kind of felt like it felt like preachy. Like, you know, I felt like Grams. Yeah, Grams was like guilty me to go to church. 
Yeah. Well, not only that, but I also, I totally see what you're saying, Sarah, when you say that sometimes it feels like the show wants you to pick a side. Because not for nothing, but one of the songs on the show, which was, they had like three, big budget for the music this episode. They had three really <laughs> popular you, songs. You were so right. I tell you? Sarah called it. She's like, they're saving all their money for the finale. And she was right. One of mm-hmm. the big songs that, that was in this episode was God Bless the Broken Road, which like, not for nothing, but it can, has religious undertones, right? Like mm-hmm. it's in the title. Granted, it was kind of when, in the scene where like, Dawson's looking for Joey. Um, but I still, but it was still in other scenes too. And so I feel yeah. like maybe there's something to glean from that. But yeah, not my favorite storyline of the of the finale. <laughs> yeah. I did like, so one thing about this whole thing has been in the beginning when Grams was talking to Gramps about um, like what's been going on. Like she was giving the lowdown just talking to him she was saying like oh jennifer jennifer and i have been getting along better recently like we've turned like a corner in that Mm -hmm. and i think that that's ultimately the best thing to come to come out of the storyline is that you know this whole entire season they've really been like butting heads about Mm -hmm. you know what she can and cannot do, where she can and cannot go, who she should or who she should not pray to, like what she should do. And um, and Jen has resisted because as a teenager, it's frustrating to be told that you should do something if you don't believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as a person as well, of course. So the fact that, you know, at the end of the episode, like, I mean, to be honest with you, Jen's always the one like being like, we can coexist, like we can have our own beliefs, like mm-hmm. we can like believe in praying and not praying. But it was nice, of course, like I said, Jen had to be the one that made that step. But for her to go to church, which Gramps has been asking her to do, but ultimately she didn't go to church to pray. She went to church to be there for her Grams, and the fact that you know, like Grams is like, I'm going to miss him so much. And she was able to cry mm-hmm. in Jen's arms. I did think that that was pretty touching. I, you know, maybe I'm just a softy Navi, but yeah. I don't know. What do you, did you like yeah, that this moment? This is probably the most sympathetic we've seen Grams up until this point. I, I don't like hate her. She's just kind of there. And like, I, I see her more as, like, a mm-hmm. device for, like, Jen to sort of play off of more so than, like, an actually fully yeah. fleshed character. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's totally fair. She's very one-dimensional right now in, like, religion is her entire personality. And that's all she talks about for the most part, right? We don't even get to hear much about, like, her previous, like, she was a nurse, right? We saw her deliver a baby, but, like, that's about yeah, the Yeah, but even then, that. there was, like, those but religious getting- undertones being, like, have belief, pray, hear, I'll, yeah. like, recite this yeah. scripture as you, like, push this baby out. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. Um, but getting, getting like, transitioning a little bit just to kind of into Jen herself, because I guess from here we can kind of go into Dawson and Jen. I think it makes sense to kind of go that way. Yeah. I felt so horrible for Jen this entire episode, honestly. M- mainly, no, here's the thing. I You have to think deeper about it than what is just like being depicted on the show I think because the way I think about it right like her grandfather dies which we don't exactly know her entire history with him like we don't know how close they were really but she 
she really right now she's not dating anybody joey is kind of the closest friend she has question mark right like they're really not even friends yeah they're frenemies and she has nobody so like imagine having a death in your family and having really nobody to turn to she only has grams who she has a contentious relationship with she tries to get comfort from dawson and it like really doesn't go as she expected like she really i felt really bad for her because it to me I don't think she necessarily wants to get back together with Dawson as much as she just wants someone to comfort her. Okay. <laughs> but Dawson's a fucking yes. idiot. Like, wh- do you honestly think that Dawson is going to be in that situation and be like, oh, Jen is not coming on to me? Like, da- even if that's not Jen's intention, that's how it was read. Oh, like, no, that's she- what her intention. I'm I'm not saying that her intention wasn't to get back together with Dawson, but I think the reason behind her wanting to get back together with Dawson is twofold. I think it's she sees he's interested in Joey and therefore is now attracted to him. And she's alone. She's 100% alone where she lives. She has nobody to turn to. So the only comfort she's going to go to is the person she most recently dated and some found some sort of comfort in. Regardless if it's the right decision or not, I feel for her because, like, what do you do when you're upset? You want to talk to somebody? She has not nobody to talk to. Not your ex. <laughs> she wasn't trying to have sex with him. I don't fucking care. She was all up his ass. Well, yeah, she wanted to be. Okay, Navi, do you see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like she wanted to be the Joey in the Dawson and Joey. She wanted to lay in his bed and get comfort from him. Yeah, I agree that she definitely wanted comfort. But hey, if there was like extra stuff, I'm sure she wouldn't have complained. I don't think. (laughs) She's like, like the whole phrase of I want to like be in your bed, like, like how Joey is. It's like. Girl, like, you don't have that 12 years of friendship that Dawson and but Joey she have. Wants it. Like, back but that's up. the thing. She wants it. And here, like, she even says in the episode, I feel like I'm losing everybody. Like, she gets, she, she hasn't even been in Dawson's Creek that long, right? Like, how many Creek Weeks mm-hmm. has she realistically been there? Let's say, like, She's four months. She's been there, like, uh, uh, eight Creek Weeks. No, she's been there longer than that because they dated. Her and Dawson dated for eight Creek Weeks. Yeah, but then they've been broken up for a bit. It's been twelve, but it's been twelve Creek weeks and since Gramps has been in a coma. Oh right, okay, so twelve Creek weeks since he's been in a coma. Now imagine uprooting your entire life like three months Mm -hmm. ago, and then all of a sudden your grandfather dies, and you have been broken up with your boyfriend for a few weeks, and like who are you supposed to turn to? Right? She feels like she's losing everything, and in that moment, the only person she really can cling to is Dawson because like he's in. Again, nice guy. He's a nice enough guy where he'll comfort her. Like, we'll get into the issues with that we all have, I'm sure, with Dawson oh, this episode. Will I? But and there are many. There are many. But I will say in this moment, like Navi, I want to hear your opinion. In this moment, what do you do if you're Dawson? Do you just tell Jen to leave? No, I think that would be like the last thing. Cause like where else will she go then? Cause she doesn't want to go to Graham's. I think he kind of has to take her into a certain extent, but maybe have some place, some more boundaries, maybe. Guess what? The nook is reserved for being for 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 girls that you're involved in. And she wanted right up in that nook and she did not earn the nook. So on top of that, like Jen was totally being a saboteur this episode because Jen like she's like, 
Joey comes in, talks about Paris, and is like, Jen's like, oh, I think you should go. That's a great yeah. opportunity. You should go. Like, I think that you need to go. Like, who yeah. would turn that down? And it's like, you know, Jen is like so excited, too excited about this. Like, she wants her to go. And Dawson's like, oh, like, that would be like so weird if she goes. And she's like, it's a great opportunity. Like, she should go. It's like, Jen, like, I understand, girl. Like, I understand that you're going through, like, you're grieving. You feel alone. But it's like, go see a therapist or go hang out with Cliff. Like, get off Dawson's dick. <laughs> like, he's not, like, the person you want to turn to, girl. Like, anybody but him. Honestly, anybody but him. Yeah. And it's not because I don't like Jen. It's that I don't like Jen with Dawson. And I don't like that she resorts to that, like, that low. I just like, think she's desperate. Like she's desperate for anybody to comfort her. Graham's isn't going to comfort her. Don't get into Dawson's bed. Don't don't go near Dawson's bed. I think it would have been that better should if it be was a no zone. I think it was just like if it was like a hug, that would have been fine. But like I don't know. Can How anybody I, sleeps can, in jeans is also beyond. <laughs> yeah, that was very. I was, can I that was go like into the biggest, your bed? Like, offense to me in that scene. Not like the Jen. So many people sleeping in jeans. Yeah, I know. Because like. Okay, like, whatever. Jen and Dawson, you know, whatever. But the fact that they didn't, like, change into pajamas or something, like, I think that was just the wrong... I've slept in jeans before. It is very uncomfortable, yet creases, like, all over the place. It's just not fun. (laughs) Yeah. No, No, it's wild to me that they slept in jeans. And not only them, but then, like, Joey and Dawson do it, too. It's like, what are you guys doing sleeping in jeans all the time? Um... Yeah, I just, here's the thing. Like, I feel, I feel for Jen because she has nobody to really turn to. And then for Dawson, I, and again, we will get into the issues with Dawson. I just, I'm like, what do you do if you're Dawson in that situation? Like, do you say like, "Mm, sorry, like, no, you have to leave. Yeah, you can't say like leave, but he looked like he was a held hostage in that bed. (laughs) His eyes were bugging out his arms were like so high up like i'm not gonna touch her i'm not gonna touch her (laughs) navi i'm gonna send you um this little picture and i'll upload this onto our um (laughs) social media but if you go into the recording channel you'll see this meme that i made and you'll see dawson in this picture and his he is concerned while jen is crying like he's like he's like i (laughs) so this meme says jen's crying she's like ugly crying and it says sarah when she's having her hundredth breakdown and then there's dawson like hands as far away from jen as possible eyes bugging out of his skull saying just when sarah calls her crying Which is funny to me why we have complete opposite reactions. I feel like my reaction is way closer to what Sarah's reaction would be to someone actually being upset versus. I just don't. I don't like turn to anybody but Dawson. But who Jen. else does she anybody. have? Who else does At she the have? The guidance counselor. I don't know. Like anybody, anybody oh but Dawson and his sick, sick Spielberg infested dungeon of a room with fucking etch a sketch. Like I would rather drown myself than spend one second in that room you navi don't you know that room like can't you just smell that room and smells like dirty gym socks like i would (laughs) rather go anywhere but there yeah his room is very obnoxious i won't even say like borderline pretentious like he's like oh like first off spielberg hasn't made like a great movie since like 
Chase or uh, what's it called? The one with like Tom <laughs> Hanks. No, not Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio. What's that movie called? Anyway, I think they came out after this show finished its run, but whatever. I like Spielberg is like kind of overrated at this point. Like he hasn't made a good movie in like years. There are better filmmakers out there, Dawson. Like maybe indulge in some foreign <laughs> cinema or something. Go to a film festival. Go to yeah. Cannes. He was supposed to go to a film <laughs> he festival. He did not go. He he gave up on all oh of his film God. festival dreams. And yet um, I love how like this entire episode and every other episode, I'm a dreamer. I'm a dreamer. Bitch, where is your movie? We've all been yeah, waiting. Yeah, I'm surprised they where dropped the it? filmmaker uh, subplot. I thought it would play like a way bigger role in the season, the rest of the series. But I guess they're just like, let's go on these people who are does. dating each other and have feelings. It still mm. does. It still does. It still does. It's just not yet, I don't think. Because it, it will come back. It'll come back. Um, it drives me up the wall crazy. And it's like, we, literally, the name Spielberg like was said about a hundred times in this godforsaken episode. Yeah. I mean, it's it like, usually get a life. Is. Get a life. Um, I, I am shocked that Spielberg literally let this fly. Like, if I was him, I would, like, sue them up the wazoo. For like nonstop saying my name, like where is Spielberg's lawyers? I mean, he's getting good. That's the thing. He's getting like a good reputation because like Dawson's obsessed with him. Oh so. my gosh! Did you see Jaws? It's such a great film. My oh e. my doll. gosh! Did you um, see ET? Catch me if you can. Oh, that, was that the is last a good movie. Great That's Spielberg a good movie. Uh, Everything else has been trash. I, I think he's. Recently. I think he's doing. Um, a musical. I think he's doing um, West Side Story. West Side, uh, West Side oh, Story. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Looking forward to that. Which didn't need a remake. Like, just watch the original. It's to- it holds up perfectly fine. Remake movies that were shit right from the start. I don't understand Hollywood. No, it's truly a mystery. Everything's getting remade. It's because I guess the writers no one has any original like, ideas anymore. That's the problem. Yeah, I know. Um. So moving on from from them. Do we want to bounce? I think we should save the Dawson and Joey stuff for last. That just feels to me like it has to be last. So do we want to go to Pacey next? Just Pacey. Just Pacey. Well, there, we could go Pacey and then we could go Pacey and Joey. Because yeah, Pacey, Pacey on his own doesn't have like a ton. It's basically like Dougie being a fucking dick as always. And being like, <laughs> dance disappointed. Why can't you be more like me? I'm Dougie. I'm a cop. Like, so annoying. Yeah. Shut up, yeah. Dougie. All PC's trying to do is get to work on his bicycle. Seriously. Don't pull him over. Ooh, I have a cop car. Let me put my lights on and pull you over because daddy said so. Also, Navi, do you think that Dawson quit his job at the video store? Yeah, we never see him back there. And when we do, it's usually just Pacey. Yeah, Pacey's right? worked yeah. there way more often. Yeah, I think Dawson is like, you know what? My family's rich. I don't need a part-time job. <laughs> Meanwhile, Pacey's trying to get emancipated and move out on his own. So he actually needs yeah, a job. He's like, Pacey needs the hours. So dad is pissed because he didn't pass his midterms and the principal called him and he's on quote unquote failure watch. But then, but then Doug says, dad is worried. Is dad worried? I don't think so. No, dad is worried about Pacey embarrassing him. That's what dad is worried about. Yeah. 
I will say, as an adult sibling of someone who's in high school, Doug cares way too much about what pace he's up to. <laughs> like, wait. Do you too have much. a younger sibling still in high school, Navi? Yeah, my brother's in grade 12. We're six years apart. He'll be turning oh, wow. 18 this June. Okay, Is he also so. a Taurus? Or, I don't know. In June? <laughs> In June, no, he's either a Gemini mm-hmm. or he's a Cancer. Yeah, he was depending more on, on the nineteenth of he... June. Oh, so he's probably still a Gemini, yeah. but yeah. he's at the end of Gemini. He's a cusper. Jenny Autumn says the cusps aren't real. I believe in I, cusps. I, I'm a cusp I, truther. Mm, I, I, I disagree, but no that's a that's <laughs> yeah, that's a different podcast. No one ever day. knows what we're talking about. Honestly, cusps no, are not fine. real. It has to do with the three. Oh, the, those things. The, I forget the, the th- dissonance, dissonance. Yeah, dis- it has to do with decadence. that. That's that's real. Decantant, decantant. Cusps. Yeah. Cusps are not real. I'm just but that's keep fine. shouting words until I get it right. Um, <laughs> yes, but Dougie's a dick. That's pretty much Pacey's alone storyline. As Dougie sucks, and so does Dougie's dad. Do you dad. know that you're the official joke of Cape Side, and you're an embarrassment to Ugh. the family? That dialogue, though, Dougie. like good job, writers' room for writing such creative. Yeah, dialogue. I mean, it was pretty good, I guess. And I'm like, saying this, I if you can't that, tell uh, by the tone of my voice, I'm not impressed by the dialogue. That's sarcasm. I, I, okay, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I think that Pacey just says it best. Like, if dad wants to talk to me so much, then the producer should just hire an actor to play Pacey's dad, and the dad should tell them himself. I know that eventually we do see Pacey's dad. I will say that. I know we do see his face, because I'm pretty sure I could picture him in my head. Are we not able to, like, have payroll for him, Navi, on this season one? <laughs> Clearly, because they had to spend so much money on the Spielberg props. All the budget And the, all the soundtrack. Yeah. Yes, of course. Of yes. course. But, so, finally, Doug's like, are you tired of being a joke? And, but, um, and then he's like, you know, you know. You know, it's too late. Like everyone's laughing at you, and you're gonna be the punchline of the joke. Like whatever, like whatever, Doug. He sucks. And this is when we get more PC and Joey, and like you know, PC. They kind of connect again on like their embarrassing family situations. Joey's like, well, at least you're not. uh," Or Joey says he's not an embarrassment to his family. At least his family isn't the embarrassment, which is what she thinks hers is. Like they both have shitty fathers. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, oh, and Pacey's story about Pee Wee baseball was honestly so freaking awful. He basically tells a yeah. story about like he's eight and he strikes out at Pee Wee baseball and his dad like screams at him. And then Pacey overhears his dad saying to Dougie, at least I have you. That is so fucked. Pacey's dad is the worst. On a random aside, can I just say that joshua jackson's like i don't know what accent i'm assuming it's like new york it's very distracting what i never noticed you think that he's putting on an accent really he's a canadian actor we don't know i'm not allowed to google i'll google it is he a canadian actor i mean he was in duck uh what is it mighty ducks that would make sense you're about to say ducktales and then i almost said ducktales woo he was born in vancouver Wow. 
Nobby's claiming him as as her own. She's like, no, he is mine. Mine. Yeah. Yeah. Totally get that. Nope. (laughs) Yeah. So that is an awful story. It really made me sad. Like, to feel like you're a loser and a disgrace because that's what your father told you is Mm -hmm. like, it's really sad. And I, I do like that Joey and Pacey get to connect on a level of like, you know, having not a traditional, like, like, you know, just yeah, traditional background and like a broken family or like a family where there's like hardship. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, they have more to relate to each other than Dawson and Joey. Yeah. And I like, too, that it's kind of, like, in talking to Pacey that Joey realizes she needs to, like, go talk to her dad, right? Like, it's when she suggests to Pacey that he talk to his dad that he's like, well, did you talk to yours? And she's like, shit, I, like, really need to go there. And, like, Pacey will drive her. And notice how Dawson can't get the guy to open the gate, but Pacey's like, I'm gonna slip him a 20 and boom, done. Bury that, right, Navi? Like, like the fact that, like, Pacey was able to make things happen for Joey, but, like, Dawson is a sad sack. It was just like, let's just stay in a hotel room and, like, you know, hang out for the night. Yeah, it's very interesting that, like, Pacey has more of, like, a read of, like, what to do, considering him and Joey were also frenemies until very recently as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think it's, like, he just... I think when they get to talking about their families, that they both kind of just, like, have soft spots in that regard, right? Like, they both know what each other is going through in, in one way or the other. Um... And it kind of and, makes sense that they would connect on that. Yeah. And Pacey's not a moron. Like, I'm sorry, but Dawson is so dumb. Boo-boo, you are so stupid. Like, you have, like, come on. Yeah. I mean, we'll get into the Dawson stuff. I mean, well, coming up, I guess. Do we want to Do we wanna go to, to Joey on her own first and kind of talk about her dad situation and all of that? And then we'll go to the Dawson and Joey of it all? Kind of interweave Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Sure. So Joey, obviously, we find out that she gets offered a semester in France and she kind of she has like the weekend to decide because she was like the backup candidate. Um, And then she realizes, oh, shit, I have to like go visit my dad. It's his birthday. And to me, <laughs> I guess I don't know. I have never had a, a family member like in jail that I had to visit and everything. It seems like it was like, what, like a four hour bus ride, I think is what they said. But, like, it seems kind of fucked that, like, jo- Joey, like, forgets her dad's birthday and they only, like, her and Bessie swap every other year, like, going to visit him on, like, only his birthday. And I'm just thinking, like, it seems like Bessie had a better relationship with him. You'd think she'd visit him slightly more often. I mean, they have a vehicle to drive. Yeah, Bessie is certainly more tolerable of the whole situation. Um Honestly, they should probably just go together every year. Yeah. But obviously, so it seems as though this is the second year that he's been in jail. So last year, what probably happened was Joey's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. You can't make me go. And Bessie trying to keep the peace is like, OK, this year I will go. But next year you have to promise to go. And now Joey's like fuck no, I don't want to go again. Like, hell, like, it's not happening. And Bessie's like, you promised, like, last year you said that you would. 
But yeah, they should probably go together. Um, it's a hard situation. I think that Joey really resents her father, like, for not being there, of course. But also, I think a lot of what she holds on to is the treatment of her mother while she was dying from cancer, mm-hmm. um, being cheated on. Um, you know, they said later in the episode that, like, you know, his her mom really loved her dad and that, you know, he was not able to say that, like, he cared for her while she was dying and while she needed to hear it the most. Mm-hmm. So I could understand why Joey is very stubborn in the sense of, like, I don't want to forgive you. Right, Navi? Yeah, and I think this is also a case of value dissonance. Like, I'm sure, like, back in the 90s, it was all about, like, you know, like, you know, blood is your family, and at the end of the day, all you have is your family. Whereas I think nowadays, I think more people would be more into, like, Joey's point of view and being like, yeah, Mm -hmm. he he was, like, a terrible parent, and he was, like, sort of doing things that are not in your best interest. And I think you have a right to be estranged from your family if you feel that way at the end of the day, so. yeah. No, that's a good point. And I do think like I do find it strange and they don't talk about it. But I kind of was thinking beyond the show a little bit of like, I wonder if his dad wrote her letters because I think it would make sense. Like he seems very desperate to like connect with his daughters. And you'd think that like if they're not going to obviously maybe he's not calling them or they're not answering if he is or their phone doesn't work like we've noticed the best. They don't pay. They haven't paid their phone bill in like eight months. So it's like maybe he's writing them letters or something. But it was, I mean, I don't know. You So you guys have never seen Joey's dad, obviously. This is the first year seeing his character. What did you, was he, like Sarah, was he like what you expected him to be? Or was he, you know, more sensitive than you thought he would be? Uh, He's kind of cute. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, I was distracted by his face. <laughs> and how good it was. And I would write him letters. Is that your question? Like, would I write him letters while he's in prison? Because, yeah, I would. He isn't bad looking. He looks familiar to me. Like, he looks like someone from a show that I've seen. Like a guest star. I have no idea, though. Yeah. Just check his IMDb. What else? Yeah. Check his IMDb. So, I, I mean... I I didn't really have a preconceived notion of like what her father would be like. Like mm-hmm. I thought that obviously he was in prison. Did I I probably wasn't expecting to meet him this episode. Um but he seems like, you know, very remorseful. Like to be honest with you, like all that you'd wanted to do is like make some pot brownies with his like load of pot and it's like can you really blame the guy like didn't we find out he had like 20 pounds of pot or something like insane like an insane amount of pot i don't remember what it was he's like i have eight tons of pot and all he's like (laughs) i'm gonna trailer filled with pot no he's like i might i might sell it but like i'm probably gonna keep it for myself like a little bit yeah to be honest with you if his mom um if her mom had cancer like it's very painful to go through chemo and to have mm-hmm. cancer. And honestly, I know a lot of people use marijuana His to deal. His mom was probably smoking half. <laughs> oh yeah, no, the mom was the mom was probably smoking to deal with her pain. So if anything, yeah. that he was doing her a favor for oh gang. Six hundred pounds of marijuana. Is this where I he, thought we would be in this podcast? No, I did not think this is the place. We're going. 
he's like, you know what? Like, I'm going to make some butter, like make some pot butter, make some brownies for my wife. Like, I'm going to sell some because we live in a fucking shack on the creek. We don't have a phone. We don't have a phone, so I'm going to have to sell some of my pot that I've acquired. We need to get Joey a boat with a fucking motor. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like is pretty expensive in the States, so, like, trafficking it does make sense. It's like a Walter oh, White situation. It's a Breaking Bad thing. Yeah, your wife gets cancer, you can't afford to pay the bills, you sell drugs. It's a tale as old as time. So, honestly, he was just doing a favor for his family to try to scrape some pennies together. Um, no, like... I, I mean, Navi, like, did what did you think of Mr. Potter? Mr. I Potter, mean, I just realized. <laughs> it's Mr. Potter. <laughs> oh, my God. I no just realized shit. that. Is, no is that, like, why she's Joey Potter? Joey Potter. <laughs> wow. Know. We've we've cracked the code. We have. I can't believe we just realized that 13 episodes into this show. Okay. Oh my God. We're not mathematicians. Someone, How could we what? possibly know? You don't need to be. You need to know the English language for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, Navi, what were you? What were you gonna say about Joey's dad? I mean, I like Jess or like Sarah. I had like zero preconceived notions of what he would be like, other than the fact that he like smuggled weed or something. Um, and even after this episode, I'm like fairly neutral on him like yeah he's like remorseful but that doesn't take away like the fact that you like basically put your daughters in this situation where they essentially have to fend for themselves like it's not a great look and on top of that he cheated on his wife who died of cancer with like some random like person yeah which uh, did i miss that in the previous episodes or is this like the first time this was brought up because I, I did not I think it's the, from the previous episodes. I think it's the first time that they brought up it was a waitress. It's probably a waitress from the Crab Shack, which really sucks. Yeah. No, we knew he cheated, but we hadn't heard, like, who he cheated with. But I just found, like, it was fine. Like, their interaction was fine. I did appreciate the when, when Joey goes back, like, the second time. I did, like, appreciate their little chat. But what was really weird and very forced, in my opinion, was like, she's like, oh, do you even love me? And he's like, oh, I love you more than you'll ever know. And she's like, I'm 15 years old and I don't feel like anybody loves me. And then he says, oh, Dawson loves you. This was so forced. Like this whole exchange was so ridiculous to me that your father, who you like never see, haven't seen in two years, you're having this huge emotional moment with you or like together and the the thing that he decides to say is by the way your best friend's like totally in love with you girl like go get him like go tell him and make out yeah it was so cliche so cliche i yeah, like, was rolled my eyes when that scene was happening i'm like i can't fucking even right now <laughs> i liked it <laughs> well just you are like a sweetheart no like, sarah just loves the like cliche tv stuff like you do like you know, she was sad. She was like, I feel like nobody loves me. Like, dude, that's so sad. And so, come on. Give me a fucking break. She has Betsy. She has Bodie. She has I, friends. She goes, she goes, I spend. No, that's not what she says. She goes, 
uh, I don't know what she says because I she didn't said write that it down. she said that she's 15 years old and she feels like no one loves her. But then they get into the whole thing of like the whole point of the conversation was that like Sarah was saying like the dad never told the mom that he like loved her. So oh don't wait don't wait to tell him you have to you have to like express your love to him and it's just like <laughs> gag me with a but, fucking spoon. Let your I mean, daughter go to Paris has. and enjoy herself. Get some French boys. Bonjour. Yeah. Bonjour. Right off on a fucking moped, Mary Kate and Ashley style, please. Nafi, do you really think that he spends quote unquote every day, every hour, every minute thinking about Joey? I don't. I don't know no, about I'm sure that. He thinks ma'am. about other things too. Yeah, every minute. It's like that's like pretty Maybe specific. Like, but she's like, oh, man, I could really use a pot brownie right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's like, he's like, um. Uh, yeah, like, do you really love me? Oh, wait, here, I did write the quote. Oh, good God. Because I'm 15 years old, and I go through every day of my life thinking that nobody loves me. I mean, that is so sad. But it's yeah, bullshit. But like, I've remember, been there. These are, like, 15-year-olds. Like, they're angsty, emo, sad boys. Of course they're going to, like, be, yeah. like, super nobody dramatic like that. Nobody loves me. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> You're so, still there, like, Sarah. I don't, I'm I'm still there. I'm still an angsty teen. Yeah, I'm like yeah. you know what? Maybe nobody does love me, so oh I I feel it. Well, this entire honestly, the entire back and forth between Dawson and Joey, this entire episode, maybe want to like stab myself in the eye repeatedly. Like it was mm. it was far far too much, and I would have felt slightly bad for Dawson, or maybe even just like. I would have felt for him ever so slightly if he told Joey how he felt one of the 50 fucking times that he had the chance to. So many opportunities. Why was he so... Why are the two of them so resistant to actually, like, spurt out words? Because we gotta have the will they, won't they? Well, I think it's that. And I think Joey... Because... Here's the thing. The ball was in Dawson's court, right? Joey told Dawson how she feels multiple times. She said it in detention. She, like, he knows. And she knows he knows. No, she never really said it. She's always implying. And that's the thing. Like, bullshit. Joey's She has practically written it on a fucking note and handed it to him. No, 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 no. She's never said the words. So she's like, if I say the words, it's real. It's official. That's saying the words. If you say, if I say the words, then everybody knows what you're talking about. not saying it. They're like, they're big words, big words, big words. Navi, how about you say some big words? Like, what do you think of this bullshit? I, they totally lost me at this part. Like, what do you mean big words? Like, just fucking say it. Like, who cares? You're wasting Mm -hmm. everyone's time. You're wasting each other's time. You're most importantly, you're wasting my time. Like, just say it. (laughs) Yeah. I think my issue, my, my main gripe with Dawson, because again, I feel... I feel bad for him in like one's very specific way and it's that the ball is obviously in his court and Joey repeatedly is like why do I why would I stay here there's nothing for me to stay here for and leaves like the longest pause in human history for him to jump in and say me I'm here stay for me we'll date we'll do it you know like that type of thing but he doesn't and but it's it's the subtle manipulation that Dawson does that pisses me off the most where he says, oh, I'd really miss you if you left. It's like the minute he finds out she's going to Paris, all of a sudden it triggers mm-hmm. in his head that he has feelings for her. It's infuriating mm-hmm. that all of these teenagers are like 
it's the it's the age old game of I want what I can't have, and the moment that she maybe mm. is going to Paris is when he oh light bulb in the head. Let me declare my love for Joey to her da- father because that's a normal thing to do. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Besides, this is like what 1998. Don't they have some sort of instant messaging thing by this point, or is it too early? I think it's too early for I am. No. Okay. Uh. I mean, I mean if, even if there is, they all have out. fucking dial-up on the fucking creek. Look, I don't yeah, know yeah, I was baby yeah. during this time, so I couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Like, I think it's starting to come out um, around this time. Like, I think it was definitely out by 2000. But, um, yeah, so there's just, like, so much, like, do we say what we want to say? Do we not say? Like, you know, in the beginning between Dawson and Joey, we're like, you know, Joey's like kind of over the whole thing. Like she's like, I'm sick of what we do every day. I'm sick of coming over, watching stupid movies, watching stupid shows. Like, you know, we just like every day is the same thing. Like I'm just over it all. Um, and then ultimately we we they, they just like refuse to talk about anything and it is frustrating it really is um one thing that I want to bring up that really actually got me going was the fact that Dawson at one point um Jen asks Dawson if they can hang out the next day and Dawson's like oh I have plans with Joey but do you want me to like cancel my plans and then we find out that the plans is for Dawson to go with Joey to visit her dad in prison. Oh, yeah. It's like, excuse me, Dawson, is though are those the plans that you want to cancel on Joey for? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, no canceling. That's you're sure that's before he knew that she was going to visit her dad? Because didn't I she find know. out? I think that's no, I don't think she found out till later that day that she had to go visit her dad. I think maybe they just had plans doing something else. Okay, because I had a huge issue with that. With that, well, I had a huge issue with that. I was like, that's the case. That's really shitty. I'm like, no, you cannot cancel on Joey for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Navi, where? I mean, trying to think. Like, obviously, no one really likes Dawson very much. But the show really wants us to want Joey and Dawson to be together. It's very obvious, right? That mm-hmm. the show wants us to want them to get together. Were you buying mm-hmm. any of it? Like at any point in the episode where you're like, yeah, they should be together. No, absolutely not. I did not buy any second of that. Like, did, look, Dawson Leary needs to grow the fuck up. If anything, mm-hmm. he, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, should he be with Jen? Should he be with Joey? He should be with no one. He deserves yeah. to be by himself because that is is mm-hmm. what he deserves in life. Just be on yeah. his own and figure it play watch his freaking Spielberg movies all by himself in like his home theater and just be done with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Joey needs somebody who's much more assertive, right? Like she asked Dawson like four times like why would I stay here? There's nothing here for me and he just stands there so many times silently. Like that feels like shit. Like, come on, Dawson, yeah. say literally anything. And I, I I, feel for him ever so slightly in the, like, 
He's already like double guessing everything, second guessing. He's anxious about it. He doesn't want to ruin their friendship. Like he's really overanalyzing every single part of the situation. But you can't just say nothing. Like literally say anything. And it's better yeah. than just standing there. Yeah. And the worst part about it is that, you know, this is like pro- probably going to like Jess, you obviously know how this all turns out, but it'll probably end up being like, you know, Dawson and Joey are like going to live happily ever after at like the end of however many seasons. Like, ugh, I- I'm just so annoyed. <laughs> I'll die. I'm serious. I will die if that happens. Like, I can't I can't handle that. Um. What did you guys think of this whole soliloquy he does for Mr. Pot da 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 er? So he he talks about Mr. Potter. So basically, Joey, when they meet up with her dad, the first round, it de- the first round doesn't go well. Right. He's like trying to make conversation. Like she's not buying it. She's pissed. She's like, you know, he's asking like basic questions and he's like, she's like, you're really going to ask me about school? Are you freaking kidding me? And she kind of storms off. Dawson lays low or lays back and he's like, tell me, tell me about her. And he goes into this like big, big thing. I wrote it down. If you I can do a dramatic reading, if you would let me. It will be less obnoxious than when fucking Dawson did it, but okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, he Dawson says, she's great. I mean, she's smart. She's beautiful. She's funny. She's a big old scaredy cat. Um, if you creep up behind her, she'll jump out of her skin. It's pretty amusing. She's honest. She calls them just like she sees it. She always counts on getting the truth from... You can always count on getting the truth from Joey, even if the truth hurts. She's stubborn. We fight a lot. She can be frustrating sometimes. She's a really, really, really good friend and loyal to a fault. She believes in me. I'm a dreamer, so it's good to have somebody like that in my life. God, if she goes away, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, she's my friend, my best friend. She's more than that. She's everything. Um, I feel like the first 10 description <laughs> words she you could have been like yeah like that's that girl joey like you know she's like that's goes to my high school joey. like, yeah, like no. yeah she's smart yeah she's she's like it's I like the, it's these... so awkward to say this to somebody's dad uh i mean i that's not what like made me feel like it was weird because he was asking about like what his daughter was like like what like Navi, like, what did you think that what creeped you out the most about all of this? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I do kind of understand Dawson letting his guard down to a certain extent, because like, as we mentioned before, like Dawson and Joey are childhood friends. I'm sure he's seen like Mr. Pot dot 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 er around. Um, <laughs> That's his forever yes. name now. Um, <laughs> Pot dot 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 yeah, er. Yeah, like, you don't just fucking say this. Especially, like, when, like, nothing's really been, like, confirmed or anything. And, like, like I said before, like, they're, what, 15 yeah. years old at season one? Like, it's mm-hmm, not, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, yep. you're over, I guess, I don't know. Maybe I just had, like, maybe I'm, like, an anomaly as a teenager. But I've never had, like, the urge to be like, oh, my God. I just have to, like, share my feelings in a monologue like they do in the movies, you know. Like, uh, like uh, <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't so pretentious. I just can't stand him. Er, like, it, I don't know if he's there's anything specifically wrong yeah. with this no, thing. No, he's... I just... 
I just hate him so much that I like every time he speaks, I just want to like shoot something. I just think the realization plays better if he hasn't had people saying to him for months how he loves Joey already. Like, mm-hmm. we know, dude, like, we've been new. Like, we've been here for, like, six Creek Weeks. Like, we knew you've liked her this entire fucking time. Like, it plays better if, if like, he doesn't do this whole monologue. If, if people haven't said this a million times to him already, you know? Like, yeah. and it, it plays better if he then takes that information that happens in his pea brain and does something with it immediately for fucking hours you just spent on a bus with this girl for yeah hours yeah and then she has to go like dude like what's your problem like i should be the one that's like kind of in a mood like i was the one that just went through something traumatic like what's going on with you and he's like oh i don't, I don't know like I, I have a lot to think about like are you gonna go to paris or not he's like i hope you don't go to paris it's just yeah and then okay so now that now that we're to this point, right, where we get to the moment, the inevitable cliffhanger, which I did appreciate how they talk about cliffhangers on this show. Yeah. yeah um, very totally. funny. Very meta. Um, what do we think of their actual first kiss? Because we know that we did not like that it takes two first kiss in that movie. It was not very good. It was actually pretty bad. And mm-hmm. we thought that the kisses in the detention scene were pretty good, I thought, right? I'm pretty sure we thought they were pretty good. Both kisses. I thought that um what did I think? Well, Who you thought I that think? the Pacey you thought Pacey was a better kisser, yeah. but I said it wasn't yeah. very fair because like Dawson wasn't trying to kiss Joey because Jen was standing right there. Um, uh, yes. That's yeah. what you had said. Yeah, so, P- Pacey, Pacey does look like a better kisser. But, but what whatever. do we think of this kiss between Dawson and Joey? Navi, you can go first. All right. So, like, I don't care about romance. It's my least favorite genre. It's always, like, the thing I'm, like, the least interested in any medium ever. So... I was just like, okay, I guess they're finally kissing now. Thank God we can finally move on from this. Um, but I had, like, no thoughts on the kiss. I am I was honestly just kind of whatever on it. I don't know. I'm probably not the best person to talk about this certain thing. I thought we would have – I'm, like, I'm invested in the human drama aspect of it, but not, like, the romance thing. So, mm-hmm. um, Sarah, you're more of the romantic. Yeah. Take, take this one, please, from me. So – I guess my biggest issue with this is that she's asking, like, they are basically saying, like, we have to be honest with each other. Like, we have to say what Mm -hmm. we want to say. Like, we know that, like, honesty is going to change everything. It's going to complicate everything. And she, Joey, is once again begging Dawson to say anything. Like, please tell me what you're thinking. And she gets like fed up. She's about to leave. And then instead of him speaking to her and mm-hmm. saying like what he wants to say, he kisses her and they don't talk about anything. Um, so that's the issue. Mm-hmm. Now, the kiss itself, the kiss was pretty good. I thought the kiss was very good. I thought I yeah, had no problems the with the kiss. I think that the reason they did this is it isn't it isn't a cliffhanger. We still don't know if she's going to Paris. 
And, like, that hasn't been resolved. There's no fucking way she's going to Paris. I'm just saying She's we, the leading lady of this whole fucking thing. We it's like know a, that, but the show wants us to believe that Paris is an option. And, Joey, why don't you go to Paris, girl? There's girl, nothing here for you. Do you want to live in the freaking... Creek. Like, she wants out of the creek. How many times have we heard from Joey? I want out of the creek. I want to go out of the creek. Then leave the creek. This is option. such a bad decision. Oh. I guess we're going to have to get into this next episode in the yeah. start of season two. But the cliffhanger, the cliffhanger is, yes, they've kissed. Well, that's a a cliffhanger, quote unquote. But the real cliffhanger is now they've kissed. Okay, well, now they need to chat about this, right? Like, are they together? Are they not together? They're not going to chat about it. They're never going to because they're not They're just going to do it. No, don't say that. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I really don't know. I don't remember. But don't say that. But yeah, like I thought the kiss was excellent. I, it was just more of like a, yeah, I was just more of like a. Well, now what? Now, now what's going to happen? Because they need to discuss this, and it's very obvious that Dawson is shitty at discussing this. So he's not able to talk. He can't. He, he can't can, like, do talk it. in he's movie not, quotes. Yeah, he's not able to have like a human, real discussion on any of this. Um, one more thing. There's like so much dramatics around like Jen uh, waking up next to Dawson. Joey like climbs up the ladder and mm-hmm. sees them. Which then we there's all knew like, was going to happen. Whole, oh, yeah. Yeah. Whole drama about Joey running away. Dawson's running after her. And Jen is like. Dawson she'll be okay (laughs) and then like he like totally he totally bounces and then like leaves Jen in his creepy smelly room and then Jen's just like bye Dawson yeah um so I mean that pretty much like cements stuff with Jen right like there's no way Jen's gonna come back from this and be like yeah, you left me in the room to chase after Joey, and I still want to fuck you. Like, no way, right? If she's desperate enough, I could see it still happening. But, like, mm. I think she's her feelings are, like, really her. I think it's very clear that he made a choice there. So. Yeah. Nafi, is there any going back to liking um, Dawson after that for Jen? Well, she shouldn't have liked Dawson in the first place. So, honestly, this is for the best. <laughs> very that. I mean, the question is, did she, though? Because, like, she seemed to like him as a friend, but, like, was she ever attracted to Dawson before he showed interest in Joey? No, because so. because the dare said, are you the most attracted to Dawson in all of Dawson's right. Creek? And Jen couldn't even answer that question. Yeah. She couldn't even lie about it. Yeah. So. Ridiculous. That's how that episode ends. I will say one um, more thing about the kiss. I like how the camera zooms yeah. out and then it zooms back in on the kiss. For some reason, I found that super hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, this show loves like a straight up zoom in. It loves like, a tight angle. We have to have to be right up their nostrils. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. I overall, I will say, I I enjoyed the the finale for like. For what it was, right? Like, the music was really good. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't care. I feel bad saying this. Like, I didn't care that Jen's grandfather died. It was more of, like, I feel bad for Jen as a result. And we all knew the Dawson-Joey stuff was going to come to a head in the finale. So, again, like, that, we, mm-hmm. that's just kind of, like, more of the same. I really loved the Pacey-Joey stuff. I thought that scene, those scenes were well done. 
Um, yeah. And every interaction with that they have together, I like more and more just because they have like they talk about their actual like problems. They're not just like in this like snow globe of problems that like I feel like Joey and Dawson have, you know? Yeah. Um, Can I ask you guys a personal sure, question? Why not? Yes. We're among family here. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> did you, did did anybody cry in this finale? No. You didn't cry, Jess? I don't cry Navi? at anything. You know I don't even cry at This Is Us. Why would I cry at this finale? Navi, did you cry? What do you think, Sarah? Did I cry during this finale? <laughs> <laughs> Navi, what is your basis for, like, for crying? Like, what do you, what do you cry at? Like, if you were going to cry at, like, a movie or a show, like, what, what is, like, your baseline crying? I don't typically cry during movies, really. I mean, I remember once in law class in high school, I cried during I Am Sam, but that it was like for a totally like unrelated reason to the movie. I was just like going through a lot of shit at that time. But yeah, I just I'm just mm. not a crier when it comes to this stuff because like I don't know, I view it in like a very detached lens where I'm just like I'm separated from. I'm like, okay, I see this as fiction. I'm just invested in the plot and the story and the mm-hmm. characters, but I'm not like fully immersed in it yeah. if that makes sense yeah 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 no it makes sense i cried i cried <laughs> what did you cry at what a shock <laughs> uh i cried at I, I think i cried at gramps dying and i think i cried mm-hmm. when joey says that she, you know nobody loves her mm, that makes sense yeah that made me sad <laughs> <laughs> and I think I cried I think I cried both times I watched I watched it. Oh my god. Let me live. Okay, let me wait, live. Wait, wait, Listen, Sarah. you cry your buckets. You cry girl. All over there, yeah. Cry your eyes we'll out. let you save all the you can cry all the tears for all of us. I mean, it wasn't like a big cry, it wasn't <laughs> sobbing, but okay. there were some tears. Oh my god. Moving on. <laughs> Do we want to talk about Judge me. It's like you're the one that's emotionally closed. <laughs> Listen, I'm very emotionally stunted. It's completely fine. It's like, um, oh, Sarah, you're like in touch with your emotions. There's and you're medication in- intellectually. That. You're emotionally in- intelligent, but let me laugh at you Maybe for I crying. Maybe I would have cried like, if the fuck acting off. was I'm very better. in touch with my emotions. I'm in touch with my emotions. It's just sadness is not one of those emotions. <laughs> um. So the music in this show or this episode, like we were talking about before, like I was going to put like notable 90s songs. There are three. There are literally three yeah. songs. We talked about God Bless the Broken yeah. Road when Dawson was looking yeah. for Joey. I'll be, hello, fucking I'll yeah. be when Joey is rowing to see Dawson. Like, holy yeah. shit. That song. <laughs> Wait, I love, hold on. I love the fact that like Joey's trying to run away from Dawson and she has to get into that fucking rowboat. <laughs> Yeah. and like just saddle like, like slowly <laughs> roll yeah, like, it's like there's and she the needs fact an upgrade that, get a fucking motor and then like in the next scene like Dawson arrives at Joey's house and I fully thought that Dawson got there before Joey <laughs> oh my god how many it took, <laughs> it took Joey so long to like roll her ass yeah. how many shifts at the crab shack does Joey need to work before she can afford a motor on her boat 600 600 she she's never gonna get her a motor for that boat i wish that she would you know what maybe the creek isn't allowed to have motorized boats because i know some aren't allowed so maybe that's what it is. maybe i mean wasn't there that big ass like yacht that that rich kid brought into the yacht but what that was on the the creek creek. maybe that might have just been like on the coast 
Mm, I don't know about we don't that. Know. And the yeah, other. I'll be by Edwin McCain. Yes. And the other one was In the Arms of an Angel or whatever. It's just called Angel. Love an angel. It's during all the like sad puppy commercials. Oh my God. That's what I thought yeah. of when it was playing. I'm like, are there going to be like sad puppy commercials playing right now? I couldn't. Yeah. I, it kind of took me out it's of legitimately. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sarah McLaughlin, queen mm-hmm. of making you cry at the puppy commercials. Yes. Um, yeah, Would so- you ever cry at the puppy commercial? I don't watch commercials. I don't have any television. Like I have God. streaming services. Navi, that's the saddest commercial that's ever been. Like, would that commercial make you cry? No, I would just switch the channel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have to switch the channel. We switch the channel. Oh, my God. And did you have a sassy saying this week, Sarah? I do. What do you have? Why should I stay? Is there a new release at the video store that I don't know about? That was good. I wrote, it's time to grow up, Dawson. Because that's a classic. She's told him that a lot. And I liked it. Even even Spielberg grew out of his Peter Pan syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, yes. Yeah. So that is that is that episode. I really I really like talking through this. I feel like we had a little bit of difference of opinion on some stuff, which is nice for a change. I feel like we agree that Dawson sucks all the time. Well, yeah, because he does suck. <laughs> okay, that's not an opinion. That's he a does. fact. <laughs> It is a fact. I just feel like Pretty sometimes much. we give him the benefit of the doubt sometimes when he I will never it. give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. <laughs> um, so should we get into some feedback? Yes. Our friend Stefan writes to us, hey, ladies, I bet this episode ends with a cliffhanger. Pretty much. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right away. Yeah, when your grandfather wakes up, it's maybe not the best time to get into a battle about God and then blame your grandma for the argument that you started. Oh, so she Stefan's on Stefan is on Graham's side. You know what? I love that for you. I won't disagree with him in the scene in the hospital. Because that's the scene that Graham's just like, I knew our prayer would come through. If I'm Jane, I think just let have Graham's have the win there. Let just it go. Let her have right? it. Yeah. No need to pick an argument there. Wait until you're home. Also, another you know? thing about that yeah. scene. I like how uh, Graham is like talking and then like Jen's on her way to school and then like Gramps like starts talking and then she's like, Jennifer. And then she comes in and she's like, OK, I guess I'm going to go back to school now that I know my grandpa is like. Why did you just go to the hospital with Gramps? Nope. <laughs> yeah, just take the day off from school. You don't have to go. There's I'm sure nothing your happening. It's would not understand. like there's like some. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Stefan continues. Oh man, I feel bad for I feel for Joey's dad. So Stefan is a a firm Grams and Mister Pot dot 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 or a Potterhead. Yeah, yeah, he's a Potterhead. <laughs> um, is it a rule to have a bad parent um, or parents to be on a uh, teen on TV? Hundred percent. I think so. Yeah. You either, yeah, either have to have like an absentee parent or a divorced yeah. parent or yeah, a dead. How parent. else are they going to have like yeah. a tragic More anime like backstory useless. if they don't have a dead parent? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Okay, I may have teared up when Joey and her dad talked to the fence. Boom, 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 boom. You people are in the wrong. I'm in the right. 
Where no one is in the wrong if they don't cry at a show. You better tear up at Please, Joey at the fence. Let us know if you cried wait, at this wait, episode. Hold on. We didn't even talk about this. Their little hands oh were touching okay. through the fence. Can I just say, we didn't touch hands. on this a whole ton, but the acting in this show fucking sucks too. And Katie Holmes is like easily the worst actor on this show. Navi. No. It's, it's honestly comforting know. to know wait, that she sucked that? her Katie? entire career right from the beginning all the way until now. <gasps> Navi oh, just comes no. into the podcast and fucking just drops bombs everywhere, no. and then she just fucking outs hey, look, at the I end. Like and we're just like, yeah, she's no, into a great actor, but she's not that great in the show. Joshua Jackson is great. Josh, Joshua Jackson is also fantastic. He, yeah, he's, I'm oh saying gosh, he's like he's probably like the best part of the show for me, and like he's still like his accent just like takes me out of it sometimes. I need to listen for his accent now. I don't think I that think he's putting on an accent. I don't know. We'll have to he listen. He does have like it. a very like New Yorkish um, accent. Maybe I, I I'm just like crazy. You two are both from New York. I mean, so maybe he's just know. trying to disguise the Canadian. We'll see. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe he's trying to put on some sort of East Coast accent. Yeah. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Good luck with the songs this week. We. We we chose all the we songs. We chose all of them. I mean, if we had to yeah. choose one, I would probably choose I'll, Albie. I'll, yeah, I agree. Albie. Yeah. I agree. Um, Our friend Dirtbag Kelly writes in. <laughs> <laughs> this is a name for people who don't know. It's just like very funny. The friend Dirtbag Kelly. <laughs> uh, so Kelly writes, no notes this week as my order of operations for sending this in got all screwed up. This episode for me was kind of a downer. Dawson wasn't being completely horrible this episode. Um, parentheses, he was a good friend to Joey with going to see her dad, gave her some good advice here and there. But I gotta know. But Dirtbag Kelly, the bar is so low. <laughs> Dawson can literally step over the bar at this point. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's. Uh, like you almost canceled on Joey, but you decided mm, better not. I'm telling you that I'm pretty sure that she finds out she has to visit her dad after he's all right. But I gotta know what are Mitch and Gail's rules on sleepovers? Like Dawson, the hotel, whoever they want, stay over. I I forgot to bring this up. The fact that Joey and Dawson are allowed to stay in a hotel overnight together baffles my mind. And then obviously the fact that he just invites Jen to stay over willy nilly and has no qualms about it is also insane. And that weird Billy kid. It's like you're really going to like your. It's a hotel. We've established that his parents are like not the best. Yeah. (laughs) Like a moral, like a parental. His his hotel is really just like a hostel. Like anybody can just come in and out as they want. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, like, my parents would not have let this fly. No, no, I don't think so either. Yeah. Not enough Pacey this episode, but we did get some good Joey Pacey interactions. Yes. So I guess I, uh, it'll have to do. Jen continues to be terrible with her pining over Dawson. Ugh, like, maybe it's being attached to Dawson. Um, sends you into a nosedive because Joey wasn't super great this episode either. <laughs> I thought um, with the whole Dawson thing, yeah, we expect more for our girls, but can we really blame them? They're 15 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, few thoughts on the top of the head. Looking forward to season two as we get out um, our first additions to the cast and a quick look shows there's some good stuff coming up. Yep. 
maybe Peak Creek. Um, Peak Creek. Peak Creek. But I have to think about that more. I like that. We'll have to mm-hmm. maybe um, think season one was pretty solid overall. Can I get um, and then. Kelly, you get into some questions about our final thoughts. So I'm just going to read them off. But the thing is, is that what we do and what we did with our season one Boy Meets World episode um, finale or season one finale of Boy Meets World is that we do a recap show. So next week, we're going to be recording our season one recap for... Dawson's Creek. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read this out, and maybe Navi with for our guest, maybe you can give your thoughts. Um, and Jess and I will save these questions for next week for our recap. So, um, Navi, can I get a quick ranking of the core four at the season end? P- which me? So can you rank Pacey, Joey, Jen, and Dawson? Well, I think we all know who's in last place. <laughs> Say it for say it to be clear. Yes. Oh, it's Dawson. Okay, he sucks. Okay, he, like yeah. like any like sort of momentum the show has, he like just deflates it like a wet fart. Like I just can't stand this guy. Yes. Okay, I hear you. <laughs> Dawson, a fucking wet. What part? Wow. Okay. And then who's number three in your rankings? I mean, Joey and Jen are like pretty interchangeable. Joey is mainly for Katie Holmes's acting. Like I just, I just, she just takes me out of it. I, wow. I just okay. Can't. And like Jen, like, uh, yeah, she's like sympathetic, but she's also really boring. Like, uh, <laughs> it's just like, oh my Can they be like tied for gracious. third? Uh, sure. Oh my god. Sure, these and are like, your rankings. Casey's at number one easily because he like actually like has joy to him, whereas the uh-huh. other characters lack it completely. Yeah. What did you think of the whole Tammy situation? Oh no. Ugh. Fu- fucking kill. That that was easily like the most dislikable Pacey was, and like he wasn't like yeah. even like in the wrong, and I just couldn't stand him. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I guess I I guess I I enjoy characters that are like falafel boys. I don't know. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Um but yeah, Tammy was last, like terrible. She she like mm, basically gaslit that. Truly kid. was. Yes. And yes. like his cop brother was just useless in that whole thing. You think so he'd have training awful. to like spot that shit like grooming no, and he yeah. didn't. Like Don't what a no. useless brother anyway yeah no doug Doug sucks um last thing they dirtbag kelly writes last thing sour predictions for season two i'll get into that next episode but navi do you have any predictions for season two i mean i wish like the creek just explodes and like the show's over but that's not (laughs) navi navi just comes in with the fucking fire Navi. I, I hate this show with like a burning passion. Like I I don't understand why people hold this show like in high regard. It fucking sucks. Like I'm sorry. Oh dude. my goodness. Oh my goodness. Are you going to still watch season 2? Of course. I'm like I'm like a completionist. So I'm like knee deep into all this. So now I have to see how it ends. I'm basically hate watching this show at this point. Oh, oh no. God. 
honestly and also well, i can't wait to be back for the season two finale <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Well, I mean, I want you back, Navi, but the people might uh, create an uproar <laughs> saying that you hate yeah, the all show. The creakers are yeah. going to come for my head. The creakers. The creakers. <laughs> um, as always, keep up the good work, ladies. Thanks, right, Kelly. Kelly. I mean, hopefully, he still feels that way. <laughs> so it's oh, good. Um. So, Navi, are you familiar with Fashion Hour? Of course. So, Fashion Hour. Um, we have two categories. The Rachel Green Award for most 90s outfit. If you go into our recording channel, um, you shall see our selections for this week. Scroll all the way up. Oh, all the way up. Okay. Yes. I see. I see all of okay. the pictures. So our first nomination is Dawson in the very beginning. He I think these are his pajamas, but he is wearing this bright orangey red shirt underneath. He has a layer, a gray shirt. I don't know why you need to wear like so two layers. shirts to go to bed. Like, aren't you <laughs> a hot sleeper? Layers. Even yeah. to bed? He's wearing some plaid Oh yeah, I suppose so. Not I mean, in I'm New England, I guess. It's it's I, chilly on the creek. Little, it feels a little hot. Breezy Some on the plaid creek. pajama pants, and when you go to bed, you cannot forget your shark tooth necklace. Of <laughs> I never forget my shark tooth necklace when I'm going to bed. Oh my god, I hate the color of this shirt. It's too bright and it assaults my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it is, he's neon. He has to make sure that, um, people see him on the creek. He's the lighthouse, actually. He's the creek's lighthouse. They're like, oh, that's North. Siren. Everybody come to me. Yeah. 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 Um, next up, we have Joey. And what I would like to say is like kind of like a grungy look. Like she has a like dark blue sweater with a gray underneath shirt. She's wearing some blue, light blue baggy jeans and a flannel. Mm -hmm. Definitely wearing Dawson's clothes again. But what do we think about this 90s grunge outfit? I think it's fine. I wish the shirt underneath the flannel was a lighter color because I think the, the like black or blue or whatever color this is just kind of just like doesn't do much for her. Um, I don't mind like a grunge look. I just wish the shirt was a little bit different. Navi, any thoughts? I mean, I don't know. I'd wear it, but I'm not like uh, I'm not like the uh, front and center on the la fashion. So uh, maybe I'm not the best person to mm, insult. Yes. But I don't know. I mean, it has plaid. If it has plaid, then I don't know. It should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last up for the Rachel Green Award for the most 90s outfit, we have Jen going to church, which I thought this was very interesting because she wore an outfit that she would have worn like episode one and two. And as we kept going, we saw Jen be more like casual and stop wearing mm-hmm. like cardigans and girl next door floral dresses. But she's back into a cardigan. She has like a long gray cardigan underneath, like a long, like floral black maxi dress. And then she's wearing like these like big clunker of a shoes. Like these are like some clunky, chunky 
white platform sandals or sneakers or I don't even know, but they are definitely a platform. Um, there's some there's some chunk to these shoes. Mm-hmm. I well, think honestly. The- Oh, no, go ahead. I was about to say, as like the aforementioned ac- fashion expert on here, the shoes kill it for me. In a good way or a bad way? In a bad way. Oh, good. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I hate, like the I hate the shoes. I think the thing is, if she wore flats or like a ballet shoe, like I'd be in on this outfit. I love the maxi floral dress. Like I think the cardigan looks a little bit baggy, but this bitch is grieving. This is not like I'm grieving and going to church outfit. Like she's well in her right to wear a fucking dusty cardigan. It's fine. Even though I'm an atheist. I- <laughs> Excuse me. I love the. That's too funny. I love the floral dress though. I really do. I really think that the floral dress is very pretty, but the the shoe ain't it for me. I know that right. chunky shoes I think are back in, but not not for me, sis. Oh, fuck. All right. Me on that. So who's our winner of the Rachel Green Award? Navi, I mean, what do you Jen, think? I, guess. I was going to say the same. Give it to Jen. Yeah. yeah. All right. For the dress alone, you, I would wear that dress. It's very cute. Thank you. All righty. Next up, we have the Paul Red Certificate of Timeless, Timelessness Awards. So this is an outfit that you can see come into the 21st century, something that you can see somebody wear today. So first up... We have um, the outfit that Joey was wearing for a huge chunk of this episode. Um, She is wearing some black pants, um, a long white slash gray T-shirt. And what I liked about this was this little red coat that she's wearing that has like some pea. It's like a kind of like a short pea coat because it has like some nice big buttons and it's like this very pretty like crimson red color. What's uh, what do we think about this? Red is her color. This is like yeah. the perfect color red for her. It looks so nice with her hair color. And is she wearing like is it just me? Are those maroon like um, corduroy pants or no? I couldn't quite tell. They might have been like slacks. Um, I yeah, love I this outfit. Yeah, I love that. I love this outfit, especially like I think the white shirt with the classic red. It's very like girl next door, in my opinion. The, I think they were yeah. purposely dressing her in red for us to think romance. Mm, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have the queen of turtlenecks and um, mock <laughs> turtlenecks. So we have Jen and she is wearing a plum colored um Mock turtleneck. This is not quite a turtleneck, but it has a raised neck, a high neck, um, a short sleeve shirt that goes like right above her elbow. Um, it's plum. It's tucked in. She's wearing some medium wash jeans with a belt and some shoes. Um, we love. Well, I love a turtleneck. Can't deny it. Um, Navi, what do you think of this particular turtleneck from Jen? I like the outfit. Um, I I swear of the shirt. I don't. I can't pinpoint the exact like color, but it's really nice. It looks good on her. The jeans could be a bit darker mm. though. I think we've seen this. Yeah, they have a lot of light wash jeans on the show. They we've seen like this exact outfit from Jen just with like a different color top. Like I'm positive. Yeah, she's a big yeah. fan of like light wash, high waisted jean, big chunky belt, black boot, and a mock turtleneck or a turtleneck itself. She's a big fan of this type of outfit. So 
Yeah, I like it. I especially like the color. I wish it was like a slightly like more like eggplant or something like that. Um, but I do like the outfit. Yeah. Um, last up, we have Mr. Pot dot 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 er in his prison jumpsuit. Like, hello, what's more timeless than a prison jumpsuit? <laughs> Zaddy Potter coming oh in hot God. with this uh, teal slash like blue two piece one piece jumpsuit can't really tell he has a smile for days his hair is like nicely like parted um, it, it might be a jumpsuit it might be a prison jumpsuit but <laughs> don't we love Zaddy Potter coming in you know once again, I would write him letters in jail. I like the color of the jumpsuit, if I'm being honest. Like, this is a nice color. Like, it's like a, mm-hmm. like, kind of like a tealy, dark, dark green. It's very nice color. It goes well with his, like, dark hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Navi, would you go visit Zaddy Potter <laughs> in prison? Oh, God. Well, I mean, I'm not attracted to him, so probably no. But I will oh. say, it would be funny if he won for the memes. Oh, the yeah. fact that the prison oh, jumpsuit Oh, yes. We won do the love a good meme. Oh, my God. Oh, my I will, God. I will throw a wrench in this. Um, Mr. Felipe is still in our Discord. Surprised we haven't kicked him out yet. And he he did a unofficial vote for um for Joey Potter's um red <laughs> red jacket uh look he hearted it um did not ask him to put his vote in but he he did so I don't want to sway anything but that is a vote in that direction I so. was leaning in the Joey direction because I really think red is her color I think that I could wear this outfit today and people wouldn't bat an eyelash I mean I'm not walking around in a prison jumpsuit anytime soon I would hope um, and I do think that like just because we've already awarded a look that Jen is wearing points before I'd rather go with something like a little bit different than what we've already seen but Navi, what no, do you I agree. Think? This is like easily like the runaway like timelessness thing. Um, I I genuinely do like the jacket. Like if I were going to like a fancy function, I would probably mm-hmm. put this jacket mm-hmm. on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Okay, let's give it to Joey. All righty. So congratulations, Jen and Joey. Um, am I surprised that these two swept up another fashion awards? Not really. No, but we'll get into that next week. We will get into the winners for the seasons for the Rachel Green Award and the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness as part of our season one wrap up. Yep, absolutely. So that's it, guys. Like that was the finale of season one. Um it was a, it was definitely a ride. Like we have a lot of gripes, um, but I think that we worked out some of our issues. <laughs> Did we? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe maybe not. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I think we still have a lot of issues. Yeah. But regardless, thank you so much, Navi, for coming on and chatting with us about the show that you absolutely hate. I think it is a very funny. <laughs> To have the opinions of someone who's like never seen the show is watching along with us and is simply hate watching at this point. I think it was very yeah. Well, I had a lot of fun talking with you both. It was great, like you know, crushing your dreams. Um, 
crushing Dawson's dreams was yeah really <laughs> we're dreamers yeah. like Dawson yep yep I'm a dreamer just a dreamer guys yeah. <laughs> um yeah this was great and oh don't forget everybody if you want to send in feedback we're at shit 90s pod on twitter and instagram and shit 90s pod at gmail.com if you want to get in like any final season one thoughts for our next podcast um that would be great also send all hate um, mail Navi what do you have going on that email address as well <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes all the hate mail at shit 90s pod at gmail.com <laughs> Navi, what do you have going on? What's your Twitter handle? Do you have anything well, to plug? Well, you can follow me on Twitter and Clubhouse. Oh my gosh, I love Clubhouse so much. At Cause I'm Navi. Sarah knows my uh my uh, obsession with Clubhouse. We love we love the Clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to hear me do so much like, fun on the Clubhouse for like ten hours, check me out on Clubhouse. Um, I also do a weekly podcast now. For some reason, it's. What you doing? A Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. I do it with the aforementioned Felipe Shimon, who was a previous guest on this podcast, as well as Davis, comma mm-hmm. Will Wandoff winner. I think he won a Wandoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he, yeah he Love should. Yeah, he, he was. He did win. Yep. Bracelet one time. Um, uh, as for other <laughs> stuff I have going on, I was on Nathan for Us, a Nathan for You podcast with uh, Kelly and also Megan. Not Megan Kelly, but Kelly and Megan, where we talked about the season Mm -hmm. two premiere of Nathan for You. It was a ton of fun. I was also like very punchy that podcast. I turned like daylight savings happened and I like turned into a monster. Like I just can't. I hate the time change. I will revert back to Nice Nabby back in November when we turn back the clock. Uh, oh we have a while now okay good if you want hot takes get me while you can before the time changes again Uh, but yeah that's about all I (laughs) have for plugs Yeah, so that's amazing. We love um, waiting for nice Navi to come back while naughty 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 (laughs) naughty naughty naughty, naughty, Navi (laughs) whoa there so um, yeah so we have uh, some exciting things happening in April. Um, the first thing is that we are doing a Passover um, Rugrats episode with the great Sasha Joseph. We are really excited to have her on and talk Rugrats Passover for Love Passover, Sasha. of course. Um, yeah, she's great. Sasha's so great. So we're really looking forward to that. We have a couple of other things planned in the future. So stay tuned for that. You can send in feedback at shit90spod at gmail.com. Send us um, thoughts and love on Twitter and Instagram at shit90spod. And yeah, rate us a five-star review if you are so kind. It's almost the end of my birthday month. So still, if you want to get in. still time. Still, there's still time to send me in a birthday Sarah, present. Um, send us a. F- that's true. We're, that's true. It is we're not. Season. Yeah. Uh, five star review on iTunes. Always appreciated. Yes. Uh, Jess, what do you have going on? Still going strong with community building. We're going to be talking season one, episode eight with Jessica Lee this weekend, talking all about getting rid of Britta. I'm very excited for this episode. It's an iconic one in my mind. Um, so super excited for that. And also actually coming out, uh, it'll already be out by the time this podcast is up, was our podcast with Felipe talking about Full House. So definitely give that a listen. We talked a lot about Disney. So if you're a Disney fan, um, definitely give that a listen as well. It was a lot of fun 
wrapping up Mary Kate and Ashley March. Um, so definitely give that a listen. Uh, thank you so much, Navi, for coming on. This was so much fun. Um, we will be back next week with our season one wrap up for Dawson's Creek. Obviously, tune into Boy Meets World as well. We're kicking strong in season two over there. Um, and thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great day and have a good one. Bye, everybody. Bye. Away for our lives to be over. <laughs> something, something, something. Can it be? We don't even get that song, Navi. <laughs> we don't even know that song. <laughs> oh my god. Sarah's mom is sleeping in the background. <laughs> this needs to go with the bloopers. Sarah's not listening. And she's listening well really only listening to sarah because sarah has headphones on but she's snoozing in the chair in the background this is so great this is perfect oh my god she looks she looks like an angel she looks so comfortable oh shh i don't say anything shh, shh, shh. anyway okay back to recording everybody ready everybody good sick of being upsold at gyms my guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.